Hi, this is Jeff. If you have any interest in supporting this podcast, you can visit patreon.com backslash evolving podcast for more information. Thank you. Listening to Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast, a podcast dedicated to pressing on and, um, you know, just continuing. Yeah, I think I'm saying that because sometimes when I finish making a podcast and I post it, I think, like, well, I have no idea what the next episode is going to be about. And it feel, I feel kind of dry. The tank is empty. I think it's going to be a while. And then suddenly I'll have an idea, maybe a week later or two weeks later. And, um, I'm trying to do episodes as often as I can because I like doing these. Today is a Monday when I'm recording this. I am in a parking lot in my car, but it's not a Walmart. This is actually kind of exciting. I'm sitting in the parking lot of a movie theater. The theater by my house that I used to go to a lot, they opened either this last Friday or the week before, I can't remember. But uh, I've been wanting to go. I know it's kind of risky going to a movie theater, but going to the movies is one of my favorite things to do. And I hadn't been able to go since, like, March. So I decided I was going to go ahead and come, and um, I'll have my mask on and, and everything. A lot of the newer things, at least this week, I'm not super interested in. I think the Bill and Ted movie comes out on this next Friday, which I'll probably go watch. But uh, they have all these, like, older movies, like these comeback classics. And they had uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark playing. Yeah, I've never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark in a theater. It came out in, like, 1981 when I was, like, one years old. And I was not actually a big movie person back then, which is strange to say. But I wasn't, like, out wanting to go watch a movie about like an archaeologist and I wasn't interested in that kind of stuff yet so I'm gonna go watch it so far I saw there's only one other person in the theater so maybe it'll be pretty empty I mean it's like a Monday afternoon like usually people don't go to the movies at this time okay for today's episode I need to get started because I need to keep the ball rolling I had this idea that I would ask myself 10 questions about creativity because it's something that I think about a lot. If you listen to this podcast, that's kind of obvious. I like to write a lot. I write every day. I make songs and I write screenplays and I just do like a lot of creative type stuff. And it's one of the things I enjoy and kind of, you know, it gives my life like meaning and purpose and joy and that kind of thing. So I wanted to talk about these. These are I wrote these questions specifically for me to answer. Like they're not really like broad. Well, they're they're broad, but they were geared to me personally. So this is kind of stuff I was sort of wanting to talk about a little bit. But anyway, I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna jump into this. I just wanted to talk about creative stuff today. So that's what's happening. Okay, number one, first question: What is the last thing you made? Okay. If I recorded this podcast like yesterday, I would have a different answer, but I actually had a good writing day today. I went to a coffee shop, which is always nice because it gets me out of like the normal 
space and um it's kind of like a blank slate going to a coffee shop or well really writing anywhere except writing anywhere other than like your house where you like write every day or or sit every day it's like you get the cobwebs out like you don't have all the stuff or your stuff around you that's kind of just reminds you of other stuff you need to do or like maybe you need to clean your room but you're sitting there trying to write some story or whatever anyway it was a good writing session i've always wanted to try to write a children's book but i never really gave it a good effort and i had an idea for one like a while back and it was almost like a joke and so i wanted to i've just been wanting like in the last like week or so i've been wanting to kind of sit with the idea and just play around with it and see if i can figure out something because I don't know, like, I've written longer things than a children's book, so I'm like, I can write that. Like, the way I'm trying to break it down, it would be, like, 24 pages, and each page would be, like, a paragraph, which, in a way, is easy because it's not very much, but in a way, it's actually really hard because you have to be really concise and um, kind of plan your words out really specifically to tell the story and I'm not going to say exactly what the story is yet but I did I just kind of broke it down by like I made up I did like the act structure and figured out like like all the pages and like what kind of would happen on each page and to kind of get the story that I was thinking out and um sometimes I do that kind of thing and nothing works and it's just frustrating and today it actually once I started putting some little ideas for like one page like another idea would come up for another page I think it only took it about an hour and a half and I sort of broke the whole story which can sometimes be like a just a long miserable like month-long thing of trying to figure it out and I just I felt good about what came out and I'm probably going to try to just move on and try to actually just write the paragraphs for each page or whatever i think i'm gonna just keep working on it it's funny it's like a it's writing and it requires an effort of course but it's a it feels like a different type of effort like it's almost like the effort is you're trying to make it simple and you're trying to make it like effective for the story you're trying to tell and for the audience that you're thinking of which for me would be like you know little kids like (laughs) five-year-olds or something like that which I don't usually write stories or songs for, typically. I've probably written some children's songs, but I can't think of many at the moment. Anyway, that was what I worked on today, and it was really a good writing day. I feel like I have, like, one good writing day a, a week, or maybe two. A lot of times it, it feels like nothing is happening, or I'm, I don't know why I'm sitting and writing, but I just try to do it anyway. But anyway, I'm going to move to the next question, because I need to kind of keep this moving. My movie starts in about 40 minutes. And I want to go in and I'm going to get popcorn and a drink. And anyway, number two, what are your favorite slash least favorite things to work on creatively? Okay, this is another thing I've kind of been thinking about recently is because um, I had this album that I was working on and I'm kind of still working on it here and there. I'll talk about more about that later. But there are parts of writing and um, parts of being creative that I really enjoy. It's kind of the reason I do it and then there are parts that are kind of I dread and a lot of the stuff I don't enjoy like as far as like for example with the music I'm making right now I feel kind of lost in the weeds of the details of trying to 
pick the best takes and like do like kind of the mixing of, of what I have so far. I've been like recording a bunch of different sounds onto these songs. And then when I go back and I listen to it, it's almost like I'll lose the inspiration. I think in the beginning, okay, the beginning is usually one of my favorite parts of making like a song. I love like when it, the idea comes and I'm putting it together and then the song is just there and it's like the chords and the lyrics and the vocal melody and it just that most simple like elemental version of it is usually like when I like it the most seems like and then when i try to record it i think because i'm not like the best musician or singer i always feel like i have this vision in my mind that i'm like i think is amazing and i'm so excited about and then i record it and then i listen back and i'm like Ugh, it's, uh, it's it's almost like having this like beautiful thing and it ends up sounding just like okay and then a lot usually a lot of my enthusiasm kind of drips out that's kind of where i'm at with the album I'm working on it's like I'm putting all this effort towards something and it's not ending up as a satisfying like thing by the end and it's like yeah but I would say my favorite part of being a creative person when I'm making things is like honestly like just inspiration like I think when you're inspired and you're working on something it's like the best feeling like you just feel like anything can happen and you're like doing what you're supposed to do like you're following like you're calling and you're just like this is like me living like my best the best version of my life kind of thing and yeah the the least favorite is just all the detail work and the kind of having to actually type stuff out or i think if you're gonna be a creative person who's making stuff you kind of have to commit to the good parts and the bad parts you have to endure the miserable parts to actually finish things that's one thing i would recommend if someone is wanting to like be a writer or artist or whatever but maybe you only write when you feel like you're writing or if you feel like writing a lot then that's good maybe you'll make some progress on something i think you really have to learn to do it when you don't feel like doing it i feel like that's when you just you just have to power through that's my recommendation i think all the people who have success with writing or anything like that they just have to keep doing it like on the days when they don't want to because sometimes you really just aren't feeling it you have to like learn how to do it anyway and usually what's cool for me is if i'm not feeling it then i just try to do it anyway and usually after a little while i'll, I'll start to feel it like i kind of it kind of clicks back in which is nice anyway i might record some of this later if i can't finish it all right now anyway okay the third question this is kind of tied into what i was just just talking about What's the state of the album? Okay, to sum this up, if uh, you haven't listened to any... I have this series of episodes of the podcast where I've been talking through this album that I've been making. I think I was doing them like once a month since like January or February when I started. And I do these updates. And uh, honestly, I thought I'd have something out by now. <laughs> but uh, I recorded like 10 songs. I've been adding music to the songs, like different tracks. And um, one of the things that's been throwing me off is in the time since I started recording the album, I went from working part-time to full-time at my day job or night job or whenever I'm working. The job that pays money, not the writing job, creative job. So I have less time and energy each day to put towards the album, and it's been frustrating to try to work around that. And the thing, the thing is with that is, like, I still write every day, 
But sometimes I'll sit down and I'll, I'll only have like one hour to work on something and it's not enough time to like get into recording something or like try to motivate myself into editing like a bass part or whatever. So I, got, I hit a wall like maybe two or three months ago and I just decided to set it down and not stress about it because it was really making me kind of frustrated and like just it was making me resent my job like more so than usual. I, I like my job but I'm thankful for my job but it's not like my dream job. I think most people have that happening in, with their job, probably. But I needed to kind of just take a step back and sort of just be okay with where I was in my life and where the album was and not feel like if I wasn't recording and working on the album that I wasn't, like, fulfilling my great calling of being a songwriter or whatever. So I set it down and kind of... Um, also, I think I was losing some enthusiasm for the songs themselves, Anyway, I put it away. I didn't really listen to the songs for like a month or two. And then recently I got a couple pieces of gear that have kind of been inspiring me. One thing is it's a little like eight track recorder. It's called a Spire Studio. And it looks like a little like Amazon Echo kind of thing. I mean, it looks like a little can, <laughs> like a fat can of anyway it's really cool like it has a microphone built into it and you can record up to eight tracks like you can record like a play the guitar and sing as like a scratch track and then go back and add a guitar and then add a you can you can plug like better microphones into the back of the thing or you can plug your like electric guitar or your bass or synthesizer or whatever like directly into the thing and it like connects to your phone so you can it's actually like there's an app and it, it actually is kind of cool because you can mix your recordings like on your phone and listen and like kind of send bounces to yourself and anyway i bought i bought that like maybe a month ago and i i just haven't had a lot of time to record i think i recorded like one song that was like a new song that i was working on and it was a fun way to record and it was kind of a thing of like maybe i should just record this way and keep it simple like i'm kind of like choking on the uh all the extra stuff you have to do like in in logic like it's it's almost like it logic the um, that's the recording software I use. I mean, I, I think there's just so many little things to do and to tweak, and it's all I'm kind of in the weeds with all that, and it's not. I don't know. The other thing that I bought uh, like last week, I got a MIDI drum pad. It looks like a drum. It's like a circle with it divides it into four little spots, and you can program different beats for each like part of the circle. <laughs> on the drum pad and you can plug it into your computer you can play like the drums that are on your computer like in your computer your uh, recording software's like thing you can record those drums but you can but it, it's almost it's more like you're playing a drum and recording like fake drums the, the feel of it is more of like a, a real drum which is really cool I have a MIDI keyboard, so a lot of times if I was adding like percussion, it would almost be like I'm I'm hitting notes on a keyboard and it would be like and it's weird like pushing buttons to make those sounds. So being able to like have a drumstick and just like whack the thing and like it makes kind of a drum sound. It's it feels a little more natural like I don't know. A lot of it is like I'm I'm not the best drummer. So I was trying to like just find like simple ways to to make the the playing feel a little more natural. I have recorded some drum parts on a few of the songs and it was fun when I was recording it and then when I listened back to it I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's like 
some parts are good and some parts are real off and weird just because my rhythm and also because I I did not record the original takes to like a a click track so the rhythm is not it's just my natural rhythm of me just playing the song so trying to play drums to like what's already there it's kind of I think it's uneven already one good thing is I'm the person who played the songs on the guitar so I have the same rhythm as the as that guy <laughs> when I'm playing drums so I can as long as I keep the drum part simple where it's like just a kick and a snare or something then I can do okay anyway I'm gonna move on to the next question these are this is getting longer than I thought it would be why do you write screenplays aren't you supposed to be a songwriter okay yeah I am a songwriter that's what more people are familiar with me from but uh, okay I was interested in movies like way before I was interested in like when I was a kid like I was like a teenager I wanted to be like a movie director and that's what I was when I was going to school for the first time like in college that's what I was sort of working towards before I dropped out like three times and like I worked at like a blockbuster at a movie theater as a like 19 year old right out of high school I say that just because that was kind of my original passion and I think I realized at a certain point that making movies and that kind of thing was actually really hard. It's a big collaborative process. You have to have a lot of other people working with you. And I had a guitar and I realized that I could write songs by myself with a guitar and I could get my creative juices out that way. And I kind of funneled all my creative energy into songwriting and trying to learn how to do that in my 20s, basically. But I still really loved movies and like, it was just something I enjoyed. When I was like a teenager, it was like when Quentin Tarantino put out like Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, and there was this kind of fantasy of working at a video store and then being able to make movies and all this. And I think that was a dream that I had that I it just kind of was pushed to the side for a little while. And then in my late 20s, I'd written a lot of songs, and I'd realized that I liked to write, that writing was a thing I enjoyed. And... I wanted to challenge myself and try to see if I could write movies. And so that, I spent, spent a lot of my 30s, like, you know, finishing my first screenplay and kind of figuring out how I write scripts. And then I wrote, I just tried to write as many as I could just to get the, a lot of it was, it was almost more for the practice and the experience of writing and learning how to do it almost more than the finished product. I did end up finishing like 10 full length screenplays which I'm proud of but I don't know if many of you have even read those or, or know much about them but I guess it's another kind of interest that I have I like writing music it's fun but I'm not my understanding of music is really simple and I think my brain works in other ways too so it's fun to try to explore connecting with people through like a story or characters and also, like, it doesn't have to all rhyme <laughs> or sound good over chords. Like, you can tell a story and use different tools, which is exciting. It's just another interest, and it's something I get inspired to do, so I like putting time into it. And um, I haven't... I don't think I wrote a screenplay this year. I wrote one... Wait. Oh, I think I finished one, like, around January. I finished the 10th one around January, I think. I don't have any more that I'm working on right now. Um, number five... Why do you post lyrics on Instagram? Uh, I just like... It's a fun thing to do. Like, one of my thoughts with it is, like, I think with my songs, 
the lyrics are usually the thing I'm most proud of. My music is okay. It's real basic. And usually I feel like I like the lyrics the most. And a lot of times people will hear a song and not even really realize the words. So it's fun to type them out so people can read what I actually was saying. Because <laughs> usually the lyrics, for, for me, I, I think th- a lot of times they're really uh, thoughtful. Like there's they're almost like a complete thing that, I don't know, I'm, pr- I'm proud of. I'm not proud of the way all the, the lyrics I write work together, but some of them, I think, kind of work, and they stand on their own even without the music. So that's usually why I'm trying to... It's like a thing I do. Like, I write songs, so it's fun to share in that way and just let it all just be the words. It's fun to let see if it stands on its own in that way. Okay, here's the sixth question. What do you consider your job as a creative person? Uh, man, these are big questions, and I have, like, ten minutes left. I'm thinking, man. Personally, I feel like... This sounds arrogant, probably. I feel like I have a gift. I think, like, as all artists, like, artists have these gifts. We all have different gifts. Anyway, it's almost like there's a responsibility that comes with it. And I want to do my best by the gift and try to serve it. And it's hard, and it's a lot of work, and it's a thing where it takes a lot of time. (laughs) And I pretty much always feel like I'm not doing it well enough. But it, it's a thing that it always feels like it's out in front of me. I'm trying to chase it down every day. If I have a good day, it, like the next day might not be good, or it might. I, I, you have to start over from the ground like every day, basically. And I feel like I'm just trying to do good, do right by the abilities, basically. There's more to say about that, but I'm trying to kind of go fast through these. I'm doing these questions because I, I feel like it's... I'm hoping it could be interesting to people. Maybe if you're a creative person, maybe it'll stir some thoughts. That's really the only the main reason I'm doing this. Number seven, why do you make a podcast? Well, I'm trying to think of the most simple ways to answer these questions. I like podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. I get a lot out of them. Usually they're conversations. It's a creative medium you can kind of do a lot of different things and it's exciting to record a conversation for one episode and then just do episodes where I'm recording just in a sitting in a car on my phone it's fun to play around with the format I think one thing that freed me up with the podcast is deciding like just the name of it the evolving podcast like giving myself if I have too much structure with it if I was putting them out like once a week and they had to be out at like 7 a.m on Monday mornings and I stuck to that, I would probably get real miserable miserable with it. But being flexible with it and just saying, like, I'll do them when I do them is nice. I just like that the format is loose. It just gives me kind of a lot of room to play around with. Yeah. I make it because it's fun. It's another way of connecting with people. I think talking is, it's a way to connect with people just on a normal level without it having to be some thing you worked on a long time, like a song or whatever. And, uh, yeah. There's always stuff to talk about, usually. Number eight. What is the point of art in society? (laughs) Uh, man. To me, like, art, it gives meaning to to life, and it gives joy to life. It makes it worth living sometimes. Like, I'm sitting here in a movie theater parking lot, and I'm really 
excited and inspired that I get to go watch this awesome movie on a big screen. And it makes me feel more, like, alive and, like, thankful to be alive than I feel when I'm, like, you know, at work or whatever. <laughs> For me, art, and when I say art, I'm, I'm talking about any kind of thing you're consuming from... I don't know, I'm, I was just thinking, I guess it could be food, but... Uh, Usually it's some creative thing. I, I think it just, for me, it makes everything more enjoyable. It's like a dream, kind of. Man, this is a big question to try to answer in, like, two minutes. I feel like in society, that art, it's a way of presenting, like, new options, new directions. I feel like without art, life would be really stale and boring and just cold and regimented and people would probably be meaner and to me art it's like a light you know it's like a light (laughs) that's to remind you like why you wake up in the morning and all this and it's fun and it's it's just nice it's fun when you find ways to express yourself you kind of get out of your own head and maybe you can use what feels like kind of dull thoughts you can kind of share them with people in some creative way and maybe it'll give some kind of light or life to their day and I think life itself is a hard thing so it's always nice to find inspiration you know in things yeah that could be a whole podcast I think but I need to move on okay number nine what are your least favorite things about being an artist uh I think creative people often were like emotional people and uh sometimes I wish I, I think I know that I'm I know that I'm a person who likes to talk and think and about all these things and I know that around some people it's cool and fun and around other people it's just annoying and I sometimes wish I'll be like man I wish I had a different personality or I wish I thought in more normal ways. I think I would get along with certain people better. And also, like, just the feeling of when you're creative, like, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's almost like a drug, maybe. I'm not really a drug person, but it's a high in a way. It feels really good to make a thing. But then, so there's, like, the opposite of that. Like, when you're not able to make, like, write a song for me or make a thing, you're like you're when you're when you're not feeling it and you feel like I'll never be able to draw a picture again. You get really low and I think that that's something I struggle with is I'll have highs and it's pretty great and then like sometimes I'll get just really, really down and I think when I was younger, like those moments where like I'm feeling really depressed, I thought those were more of a permanent thing. I think now as an older person I recognize that they're passing like if I'm in an awful mood like at one night I might wake up in a great mood like you could just never know I always try to just kind of keep keep pressing through you know which is sometimes really is hard sometimes they're really it's the negative thoughts really kind of weigh you down bad and try to just keep you know finding hope and whatever sometimes you get pretty desperate for hope but that's sometimes the hardest part being an, a creative person is really enjoyable, but it's the when you're not able to be creative, or when you have to do things that aren't what you want to do, it can be a drag. Or if you're just not feeling your creative stuff, you can feel like you're not the best version of yourself, maybe. And that can be kind of 
debilitating at times. I think what I found, like I was just saying, is it's kind of cyclical. Sometimes I'll feel down and then I'll think I'm never going to feel inspired again. I'm never going to whatever. And then usually like it always comes back around no matter how like dark it awful it gets. <laughs> the the lightness comes back. You know what I mean? So I'll, here I'll end with this 10th question. What are your favorite things about being an artist? I know these questions are so similar. They're kind of the answers are tied together too. To me, it, it is just how I'm wired. I like to make things. I get joy out of like trying to find unique moments or I think I used to feel bad about being like a weird person or people would say I was weird and I'd always feel kind of sad about it. Like I wish I wasn't so weird. <laughs> and then um at some point I realized like I like being weird I like being who I am and it's not I know I'm what I do is not for everybody but that's okay it's really exciting and cool whenever what you make does actually connect with somebody and they whenever they kind of react to it in a way you intended sometimes when you make a thing it feels like people are still not understanding who you are and what you're trying to be and make or whatever but Sometimes when what you make works and it kind of inspires the same reaction you're hoping for, that is like the best. Like when maybe someone you think is really cool hears a thing you made or sees a thing you made and they think it's really cool and you're just like, yay! <laughs> That's a, it's a good feeling because it's like you can kind of when you're when you can use what you made to like bring like some kind of hope to somebody else maybe they're in a dark place and you're able to share with them something you made and it helps get them out of it that's like the best feeling i mean that's kind of what it's all about you know and again i think i like being creative because it's just fun i think in a way it's fun and it gives me joy and i like to see when other people get to be creative and find their their way of making things and it's it's neat okay i'm gonna go i got about 10 minutes before this movie starts and i gotta go put my mask on and uh figure out how this is gonna work <laughs> i think this will be fun but uh anyway thanks for listening this is a lot of stuff to think about <laughs> i'm gonna be watching like raiders of the lost ark and just thinking about what it means to be an artist it's funny anyway all right y'all have a good day all right, bye. Okay, uh, I wanted to... This is like a bonus part of this episode. I just got out of the movie. It's about two and a half hours after I just finished talking. I wanted to talk about the experience real quick. This is just like a little quick review of my experience of going to the movie theater for the first time since March. It's like almost the end of August, so it's been a while. I got in there, and yeah, it wasn't very crowded. There were way more people working than I saw going in. There was actually only one guy, other guy, in the movie that I watched, Raiders of the Lost Ark. They had all these, like, little protocols. Like, I have, like, a plastic popcorn tub and a um, cup, plastic cup, like, that, that you can refill. Like, I bought them, like, in December or some, some, something. 
and I always take it because you can refill it and it's usually a little less money than if you just got the normal sized drink but they wouldn't fill those up they wanted to give paper things uh, so they like I got disposable condiment containers and then I paid for that and then the what else was going on I think the weirdest part of it was how empty the theater was and how it, it was just everywhere you looked there was like a sign about how serious they were about cleaning kind of like different movie themed posters about spraying disinfectant spray on everything <laughs> and like how they clean the bathrooms every 30 minutes and I think once I got in the theater and I kept wondering if there were more people in the theater if it would have felt more normal because it felt so empty but at the same time it was nice to be back in the theater because I, I really like this movie theater and sorry all these like teenagers just pulled up and they're like all lining up their cars and it's hard to I'm tr trying to focus but they look like they're about to like peel out like in this parking lot but I think they just anyway uh these kids are here just so you know there's some kids here um they look so cool I gotta turn and look at the movie theater so I can focus on what I was talking about the I would say watching the movie was like a kind of light experience probably because and I say light by saying like I didn't feel super sucked into the movie probably because I've seen it so many times Raiders of the Lost Ark it was kind of cool to like just kind of know like okay this is a good time to go to the bathroom okay and then just go you know when you see a movie for the first time you're paying really close attention I think a lot of the stuff I was noticing uh this time was just how it's just such a great movie like everything works like it looks like uh Lawrence of Arabia you know or Casablanca it's just got this classic feel to it and it's just so good <laughs> I kept thinking about how they're supposedly making a fifth Indiana Jones movie and I don't know when you when you see like the original of like a a series of movies it makes me wonder like how it would be if this was the only one like cuz it's just so unique you know what I mean there's like, people are just driving around a lot I'm trying to finish this up so I can leave this parking lot I should go ask those kids if they want to be on my podcast I bet they'd do it I promised to wear a mask. They look like they're meeting up to like go drive out just somewhere. Like they're like, they look like kids who are like into cars and stuff. But Raiders of the Lost Ark is real good. It's such a uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I want to get deep on how Raiders of the, It's just okay, like I think one thing that's interesting about it is like it kind of starts off with Indiana Jones, it's kind of him, it's an action movie and everything, but it's also him kind of finding some type of belief in a way, like he kind of just, he thinks of these um, artifacts as like history that belongs in a museum, and so he's like chasing this arc for those reasons, but then by the end of the movie, I mean really like the climax of the movie, like the very end, like, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but it's a strange ending for like an action type movie because Indiana Jones and Marion are like tied up by the Nazis and like the Ark of the Covenant just like 
it's like it opens up and just like kills everybody (laughs) it's like the i mean like god is like the one who saves everybody in the end you don't see a lot of movies like that like that doesn't happen at the end of like a many james bond movies that i remember did that happen in like octopussy or whatever (laughs) um yeah but it's such a i'm trying to not say it's such a good movie but it's just so well done it's one of those movies where you it's just like perfect like everything just works like the performances are great he's like harrison ford is like he's so purely cool and like that's like to me those early 80s movies are like his peak of i mean now he's still he's still cool now but he's kind of like you know he's like old harrison ford and he's like you when you watch him you're like oh i I remember him from all those old movies and you have a history with him but back then it was just like purely him like at his peak and stuff and you know when he's doing all the action stuff you believe like he could do that stuff there it's kind of realistically based but then like in the fourth movie you know when he's like getting blown through the air in like a refrigerator and like swing they're swinging on like vines and stuff and with monkeys and you're just like and he's like you know it's like 75 years old or whatever <laughs> you're like i don't know yeah i don't know if this is very believable that's what that's one thing i kept thinking i was like whenever they make the fifth one i think i would really enjoy if they just accepted that he's old and that he didn't have to do like a bunch of stunts and just treat like if indiana jones was like a real person what would his life be like at that age and just try to write a story from the character don't make it like feel like it has to repeat all the same like action beats and all this stuff like i know that sounds weird but i think that's what's I, i think they should make a fifth movie that's just its own thing that like pushes the story of the character in a direction it doesn't depend on like I don't know I'm mean, not I'm I'm talking about like sequels as a thing they it's like they have to hit the same notes and all this kind of stuff and I think it'd be cool if it just twisted in a whole other direction oh my gosh there's like so many kids walking over here what are they doing anyway it's just like with the, those movies now it's like it, they're trying to maintain like the franchise and like are they going to introduce another new young character actually i thought during the movies like what if they got shia labeouf back now like what if he's kind of been through like you know all his like weird times and like he's kind of complained about being in indiana jones movies but what if like at this point it's like he's come around and he wants to do it again i mean maybe there's probably a cool version of mutt williams like his character i bet there's a cool version of that if they wanted to do it i'm just saying i know that's a weird idea that's my thing is just double down on what was already established even if the fourth movie was kind of weird and ridiculous and not as good as the other three movies like just double down on the decisions made in the story and just keep going in that direction and just make it interesting i don't know anyway i feel like i might come to the movies about once a week if i can i don't know if i'll watch all these older movies i might if i can find a time when they're playing like back to the future i'll probably come back and watch it but i don't know if i'm going to come watch ghostbusters or uh, some of the other movies 
old movies they have playing. Anyway, I'm going to go. I need to go home. All right. Thanks for listening again. All right, bye.